0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to Season 8, Episode 17, i.e. Episode 205 of the OdaFest Podcast. Hello, it's Dio doing the intro. Welcome back. Hello, Dio. Hello. I'm here with Nancy. Hi. That's me. And I'm also here. That, that is you. That is and I'm also I'm here with, with Angela.
1: Dio has been promoted from occasional guest to intro reader.
0: That's right. I did it. I, and I have been bestowed this wonderful power by the Odafest podcast overlord himself, Jay.
1: I didn't do nothing. <laughs> you just got voluntold. I yeah.
0: mean, that's how, that's, that's that's what gods usually do, right? Excuse they just are me. kind of like, I just, they're just yeah. chilling. They're just
2: vibing. Be
3: not afraid. In, <laughs> Learn in to our, read.
0: We were just
2: talking about what it is to be an adult. And one of the things we said was being an adult means thinking about money, but being an adult also means delegating.
0: Oh, that is true. Adults delegate. Indeed.
3: Get delegated upon.
0: I got <laughs> delegated on. God damn it. I fell for it again. How did I fall for this? I've been bamboozled. I've been bamboozled into being an intro boozled. reader.
3: You taste the duck? I, you I get did get duck It was
0: so good. Oh, oh the that duck was, was so good. Yeah.
1: The annual duckening. That we
0: haven't been able to do in a while. I'm
3: pretty sure this is is like one of the very, like the one that we just had was one of the very few where the entire podcast team made it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we often don't all make it as a group.
1: That was my first one in like four or five years.
0: Same.
2: Yeah, it's been a long time. Do you remember that time I missed duck because literally the day before I came down with whatever norovirus was floating around? Yes, from one of the
1: I do remember. Around. I was working that year.
2: I threw up for eight hours. Never
1: again.
3: Eww. Oh, no. Never yes. again. Yeah, that's not fun. Try throwing Never down again. instead.
0: Indeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I've made it to most. I, I can't think of a duck that I didn't make it to. Um. And so I was really glad that we got to do Duck this year because it's just it's been a long time, not since the before times. And not only was the whole um, the whole podcast crew there, but a pretty significant portion of the Oda fam was there in general. It was quite nice to see everybody. Uh, This is a Jay. Why don't you tell tell us all about the annual tradition as the 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 lovely organizer and host
3: A lot of the times when you have, like, duck dinner with family, um, with Peking Duck, you usually get, like, this three-course dinner, which is what we all got, where they try to use as much of the duck as possible. There's, like, shredded duck soup from you Know, like parts that aren't just all nice and meaty. Um, there's like the noodles and rice that also have some shredded duck in it, and then of course, they have the peking duck wraps in the middle course, which is like the the kind of piece de resistance the really nice, the yes. uh, main, well presented yes. part with uh, all, and it's super tasty. But, um, most of the times, it's just for. Special occasions, and sometimes we do do these dinners outside of special occasions, but the other thing is that most of the time there's only one order per table, yeah, um and yeah. you know, I decided probably like six or seven years ago at this time that because we've held quite a few of these since that I was like, I'm adult man." And adult man has a creed that he can eat as much duck as he wants with his friends anytime he wants.
2: <laughs> exactly. Oh, I see. It's your that stomach and it's room. your
3: wallet, so exactly. you can fill it with duck.
2: Yeah. And as Wait a minute. As the traditionally speaking, is to fulfill said order, you can order as many as you want.
1: Yeah. Are you saying that traditionally speaking, we were supposed to limit ourselves to one? Yeah. Table?
3: Generally, yeah, like you, would order like yeah. side dishes too. Like tradition, uh, other... <laughs> be damned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've we've uh, damned tradition for over half a decade now, which is nice because yeah, um, pretty much there are there are. It just depends on like people usually sit by how hungry they are. Some people only want the two duck table. There's three duck table. Sometimes there's the four duck table. Yeah, um, I but
2: I sat at a three duck table this year.
3: Yeah. Like I sat
0: at, a, sat at a 3 duck table this year too. Oh, oh. that was good duck.
3: There's so it much was delicious. because like it was so I've good. always felt like when you only get the one order for a table, you typically get maybe a wrap. Uh, well, you get a wrap for and sure. And maybe you get a second wrap.
2: You might. And you're if
3: like, you're lucky. And then you're just kind of left sitting there being like, "Well, that was nice."
0: <laughs> I wish I could have more, yeah. but I guess I can't.
3: No. Yeah,
2: that was nice. I wish there but was no. more, but there isn't.
3: No, we make duck the course. Mm-hmm. It so is you the can, thing you that can we have, want in our mouths.
0: <laughs> and you yeah. get to enjoy it. You mm-hmm. want two wrap, you get at least two wrap. You want three wrap? If you're at a three-duck table, you get at least three wrap. Yep. Yeah.
3: You'll probably get about... Five wraps, I would say, out of two. Like, like, because some people will inevitably eat more or less of one thing or the other. Like, some people really mm-hmm. like yeah. the soup. Mm-hmm. Some people really like the the noodles or rice that come after. I and was we do all order about we, the gai lan. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do order oh, yes. like veg and stuff on the side because mm-hmm. you know, fiber be important. Um, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: No <laughs> pea leaves all the way. Mm. Yeah,
3: absolutely. And we got. Um, Soup dumplings, of course. Of course. Which were
0: delicious. Of yeah, course. Yeah,
3: so... Yes. But yeah, I'm really glad that all of us could make it out. It is it is a little difficult. Like, uh, one, like, this is the New Year's one, which I do organize, sura- surprisingly, around New Year's. Um, but, of course, people have different work schedules for one thing or priorities that they got to take care of. So not everyone can join us all the time for every year. But, you know, every time... It's just nice to see everybody again and all eat really, really good food. And it really comes out to really good price per person. Yeah. Actually. Like this
0: year, it was about $30 table, yeah. per person. And yeah. we ordered side Which dishes. Is,
3: we ordered we had three courses dishes. of duck. Yep. Yeah.
0: Like to have a full and like no, there's no way anybody left our table without a full belly. No. Because like, how can you like? That's the, the that is the whole purpose of duck is to leave with a full belly. Mm-hmm. And, and to clarify, you know,
2: to clarify, it wasn't just three ducks that we had; it was three no. duck
0: courses.
3: three courses. Yeah, yeah. So, that has the soup like option and the star chow. Three ducks. We had yeah.
2: three soups. I was a very happy Nancy. Yeah, it was
0: delicious. <laughs> I love so, the soup. You know, I'm actually. With you, the I hands. do too. Oh, I love I'm a the big soup. fan of the soup. So, it's so good. delicious, especially the bone broth one oh mm-hmm. to die for I, uh... um, but it's so it's so good because you just you get to eat all that food you you feel like homey it's like good comfort food you're full and it like you know 30 bucks especially in the today times for you know a good meal with friends is like that's a very that's approachable a very price good deal. that's like, a very approachable price
2: how much barbecue do we have together whenever we get together like that's it's a lot of food
0: yeah, and barbecue is mean, definitely more than thirty bucks. Yeah, I don't know how much it is, but it's definitely more than thirty bucks.
3: It actually does beat out some all-you-can-eat options in terms mm-hmm. of yeah, it definitely does and fulfillness. So yeah, so it's I have a, never heard of it. It's a very complain.
0: special. It's a very special experience and I have missed it a lot because it's just, it's nice. You know, you have your 10 people at a table that you can socialize with and eat with, yes. but you know, as especially as people like eat and, you know, they start to settle, you know, there's nothing really stopping you from meandering to other tables and having a seat also and socializing true. and other people are doing the same thing. And so mm-hmm. you're kind of just rotating seats and, and talking with people over food and it's a very... It's a very nice social experience.
2: Yeah. I think the only thing I would change next year is that I need to be more cognizant about actually picking up my bowl and chopsticks and taking it with me when I visit other tables because then you can just sit and eat with different people throughout the night instead of just like, you know, this is my table. Oh, I just saw food come by. I got to go back and got to eat my fill and then I'll come back again later for more chats. That's a good point. Yeah,
3: that I, uh, is a good point. Two things that I really like about, I I want to say just like I call I'll, I'll just call it like a, the Chinese style of dining, which is sitting at a round table with ten people as opposed to sitting at a long table with ten people. Yeah, because you don't get to see everyone. You don't. You can't talk to everybody.
1: Mm-mm. That's true. Right, it's like the two
0: people easier. at the ends cannot talk to each other. No, it's, a long it's table. Way
3: more annoying.
1: Uh, I also like the lazy Susan in the middle of the table, making it so that it's so easy to get any of the food.
2: The funny Mm -hmm. thing is, though, like if you want something, chances are other people sitting around you also want things, but that also stops you from moving it very much. It's like you turn, you start, and someone wants something, and then you got to stop. And then you try to keep turning when they're done, and then someone else wants something, and you're
0: like, wait, hold on.
3: There's a read the room
0: yeah, there's sort of an art of slowly making sure the table continuously moves yeah. so that everyone gets a chance to to get things. But yeah. I will say, like, I'm not Chinese. So, like, having the Chinese dining dining experience is very, like, it's new and it's different. But it's also, like, it is really satisfying to be able to eat and anytime, experience the food socially.
2: Anytime I've ever brought a friend home to have dinner or a meal of any kind with my family, I've come to learn that one of the things I need to teach people who aren't used to eating with Chinese family around is you don't just pay attention to your bowl and your plate. You pay attention to when any of the adults are possibly trying to get you food. So like yeah, my mom, true. for example, will be standing and will just suddenly start dishing food out and you are expected to go and catch it like ASAP when you realize yep. she's giving you fish or like true. giving you something. So yeah, it's like, like you gotta people watch
0: dish the food to you. You gotta yeah. watch
2: everyone else at the table because chances are an auntie or an uncle, they're gonna give you lobster so you gotta be ready for it.
0: Yeah, right? Like it's like the person on the west side of the table is going to pick up the duck plate and they're going to give themselves some duck and they're going to give the person to their right some duck and they're going to give the person to their left some duck and they're maybe going to give the people to the right and left of those people some duck cuz it's all on the same side of the table. So you like, got to be prepared.
2: Super rude to leave someone hanging if they're trying to give you food.
0: Yeah. You got to take the food. You got to be gracious. Accept accept the gift that has been given to you graciously.
1: So are you telling me that Chinese cuisine has the same rules of etiquette as a high five?
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you better be cool. It sounds like it. Better yeah. better be
3: cool. You better I stay mean, like, cool. I don't look just... cool. You got to you got to be ready for the moment. You got to step yeah. up.
2: Yeah. You can't don't just leave like them have someone drop by with food for you and you don't accept it. Like that's not going to happen. No. Yeah. Don't leave them hanging. Don't leave them hanging. Accept the food. Be
3: gracious. Yep. The other thing I really like, um, because we have newbies every year, like there's always new people who don't know about like the duck dinner the way that we do it or (laughs) they, well, I mean, in fairness, not that many people do it the way we do it Um, or like just haven't had, uh, haven't had duck or they don't know. Even I would say the pricing, because we talked about like, oh, it's going to be like 3 uh, course meals versus just like having the individual duck you can have just the individual duck uh middle course which is just them doing the nice carving and then doing and uh, for the wraps and everything like that but it's actually just more cost effective to do the entire three course so much and so is wasteful. that's why we yeah it's it is also less wasteful because the kitchen is then left with the rest Nothing. of the meat and they have to figure out like if someone else will just order rice just, or they'll the just soup. order soup or something like that so yeah exactly we've always done it just like we grab the three uh course meal because it's just better for everybody and there's just more of the food that people want to eat
0: mm-hmm. yeah exactly everyone gets to try at least a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and if there's a thing that you like the most you'll probably get to have more, more helpings of, of that thing yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: on top of that There is one more reason to go with the three-course meal. And that is because if you want your fill of duck, that may be the only option. It was... It was surprising. It was startling, almost. When Bayfar spoke to the man and was like, Sir, it would make me very happy if you could bequeath our table three duck and the man... As if rage was welling up within him, as if it was an offense to his very soul, he said, "No, there is a duck shortage. Only two duck per table. Only two duck per table." So uh, if that's you,
3: usually not the case, uh, that there's, was there's this some year though. Of... Well, that what was happened this year was, but I, I did, there yeah, was a duck shortage. Normally I think it was I, because
0: of the timing.
3: Yeah. I don't know what it was specifically. It was kind of weird, but when I booked the tables, we booked 5. I somehow miscounted. It was really weird, but what happened was they gave us two they they were able to reserve two duck per table, but mm-hmm. one table didn't fill and the other table just didn't like never never got any enough people to fill a uh, for a fifth table. Again, really weird. I thought I did my math okay, but anyway, what happened was that table was released, but we still had two ducks. No, we, we weren't obligated to take it, but I was like, I'm sure somebody were, was going to want it. so Once we they were two tables, demolished. Like, Oh demolished. Yeah.
2: The yeah. extra ducks were completely demolished, and I don't mean just the duck. The whole course yeah. demolished. Yeah. There were yeah. no leftovers to take home.
0: No. And it was delicious. Mm -hmm. But yeah, from in previous years, there's never been a duck duck shortage. It could be a factor of things. There's a shortage of food and stuff in general. Mm -hmm. And as well, we typically tend to do New Year's duck in in previous instances a little bit closer to the new year, Mm -hmm. as opposed to like this week where we were hitting like the epiphany which is right when people are finishing up their sort of new year celebrations and getting to go back to work and school Mm -hmm. so i wonder if as well you know
1: is there some other group of duck mongers within the city who have started to go on the first or the second and decided to eat them out of duck
0: it's It's possible possible.
2: but i mean think about what it would have been like if we had shared the same date it would yeah that would have been
0: wild
3: At the end of the what day. What will happen? We had a good At time the the with day, the good food.
1: It
0: was amazing. Yeah, it good was company. really fun.
1: Yes. It was it's good. true. It was very cozy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I had
1: an absolute food coma after that. Same. Dio and I, we did not get out of bed until 1230 the next day. Oh, that is true. Oh, same.
0: Hard same. I did coma and it was wonderful. I was so rested. <laughs> I was so rested. Duck always treats me well. So it, that's I always look forward to, to starting off my new year that way. And I'm really glad um,
1: that we got to do it. That is only my, my second time ever making it out to Duck. And I've just... It sets the tone for the new year. It
0: does. In a positive way. Yeah, yes.
2: It does. It yes. sets up uh, new aspirations, new goals. We talk to people when we're there and we're just like, Hey, you know what? It'd be really great if this year we could thing... And then thing becomes spoken, and speaking brings it to being.
1: Yeah, it hel- it helps manifest the good vibes. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Speaking of good vibes, awesome games done quick, twenty twenty three.
3: Pretty awesome.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Tell us Pretty more. game.
3: The, go, the, is... go watch them. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Remember. This is I the think this one, is, one week a eight? year. Eighth, eighth week or eighth week eighth year i think we're running i could be wrong it's a lot i need to double check
0: a long time it's it's, it's a long it's a long time thing yeah. that once upon a time was a very very tiny like sort of small like baby little thing, thing as many things tend to be that has grown into you know one of like the biggest charity initiative um and sort of like esport content type of event like to happen.
3: People play games each fast year. for money. Yeah. Yeah. For charity specifically. For charity money. Yeah. So I was wrong. I did quick little Wikipedia search. This is the thirteenth year. Sweet. Oh nice. my God. In the very first year in twenty ten, they raised ten thousand dollars total. Ooh. Last year they raised three point four million dollars.
2: Oh, <laughs> Holy wow. growth!
3: And uh, that's right a lot now, of money for good cause. Mm-hmm. So I this do, is, I plural. do volunteer for them. Um, I'm not sure it's so necessary, cool. but I just, I, I've I always am. liked um, the content. I like the communities a lot. Uh, so I decided to get involved. I think I've talked about it since last year because that's when I first started. Really, yeah. But yeah, I have access to like their stats page. We're on pace for last year right now, I believe. This year is an online event. Not to get too uh, much into the reason why it's just an online event. does have a little bit to do with COVID. has a little bit to do with politics, unfortunately. Normally, mm-hmm. they host in Florida, but Florida is not the most um, LGBTQ-friendly state. and mm. And the community is a very... A very LGBTQ-friendly community, so we don't really like to uh, mash our interests, shall we say, Mm -hmm. Um, and make anyone feel unsafe. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, we're raising money for charity uh, for Prevent Cancer Foundation. Um, Just which is super playing games super fast with an amazing group of people, a super hype chat um there's pr- there's incentives and prizes for donations there's all just a kinds lot of, weird, of like, quirky
0: goals yeah
3: lots of cool goals lots of great games that are uh both being familiar with uh like you know nostalgia or popular games we have those like we started off with uh Oh what was the game? what was the game I started we started off with I can't remember this morning because it's already been hours and hours and hours but the second game was Breath of the Wild I remember that Ooh. much um, yeah, like there's
0: tons of classic games, games that are always considered speed game. speedrunner games, like yeah. you know, uh, uh, Zelda, Zelda, um, yeah. platformer games like Cuphead, oh, uh, Metroid. They're literally playing uh,
3: uh, Donkey Kong Country Three right now. So like yeah. that's a lot of like those are older, a little bit older games, but they they also have like. Um, there's speedrun classics a game there's mm-hmm. uh, castlevania's there's Final fantasy 7 yeah um, it's all over the place you know in terms uh, and, and i think on thursday night so this goes all week so obviously podcasts will release in a few days from now um on wednesday as per usual but there'll still be three whole days of four whole days wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday Five, Several depending whole on, days, d- depending at on least at things. days. Yeah, many days of content remaining, um, and I think Thursday. Uh, there's the awful block, which is also what like it's it's great. It's games that aren't your mainstream uh mostly mostly indie or just known to be terrible like superman 64 has been on there before yeah like, like games that nobody plays good. for
0: fun yeah, yeah. like yeah. games that nobody plays for fun but that make good content, great content. for charity yeah great content for um for charity yeah and uh you know it's kind of like the person playing the game suffers, but that suffering is a gift for the viewers. A gift Everybody to the
1: loves to see a buggy mess. Uh,
0: exactly. Yeah. Nobody wants to be in the buggy mess, but everyone wants to see the buggy mess. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's why it...
2: watching watching gamers streaming is is so attractive. It's fun. You yeah. You can watch someone else go through all that hell.
3: And I have to say, like, you know... A lot of times people tend to watch the games that they know, which is totally fair. Like, um, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, right off the bat when I tried trying to introduce it, I was like, I don't remember what started because I don't play Splatoon 3. I don't know Splatoon. But the I second know. game I remembered as Breath of the Wild because I was like, I which love Which is the that game that the you world. do play. Yeah. But that being said, there's a lot of amazing content about in the games that you don't play. But because not only because like, oh, you might be like, oh, I'm not interested. I don't think I'd be interested. But a lot of it has to do with the commentary, the Mm -hmm. skills, not just the gameplay. Because the way that games are broken in order to be Mm speedrun make it a completely different experience. It's no longer just trudging through um, an art like a like an RPG where you have to grind for years, and you know after sixty hours of gameplay, you finally get to the boss. No, we're beating this game in an hour and a half. Hop on, let's go.
0: You know? <laughs> Let's go. We got to go really quick. We have to get it done quick. We got to find a way to do it. And, you know, it's yeah. it's really interesting because, uh, you know, one of my favorite things about uh, AGDQ is getting the exposure to games that, like, I have no interest in and haven't played. Mm-hmm. So as an example, um, I often watch speed runs from... Um, a good friend of of mine, and a good friend, I think, of many people on the podcast, which is Slurpy Ninja, um, yeah. and yeah, we love Dave, and he often does Mega Man speed runs. Yep, I have no interest in Mega Man. I've never played a Mega Man game. I'm never going to. I know I'm not going to. I just I'm not interested in that style of gameplay. True. But I love watching. I love watching Dave. Mm-hmm. Just, I love watching just Dave. It play Mega Man and doing his speed runs. And I love watching Mega Man speed runs in general because it's so cool to see and hear the commentary of how um the people who play these games, how they like master the technical skills
3: mm-hmm. and what
0: technical skills they're learning
3: mm-hmm.
0: um in you order learn to play. a lot about gaming in general. Yeah, you do. You learn a lot about gaming in general, which is just, it's really cool. It's things that you, like, you would just never otherwise be exposed to. It's knowledge you would never be exposed to. Like, and that's really fun.
1: Um, The biggest eye-opener for me, as someone who likes to do indie game development, is that it, it really shows off the level of polish that you can get away with not doing in very successful games.
3: True. Every, no, it's true though. Every true. Si- the best, the best games are just as breakable. Like the triple A games, you know, Elden Ring. Uh, I believe most of the categories, most of the biggest categories of Elden Ring, are under thirty minutes.
1: Oh my god, that's like amazing. damn! That and that and when I say under
3: thirty minutes, that was the case. Like, just week or well, I don't want to say weeks, maybe months, maybe a couple of months after its initial release. But, like, that's that's exactly it. Like, oh, you think, you know, maybe like Angelo, you're coding a new game. You know, it'll if you release it out there and someone wanted to speed run it, they could probably snap it in half, you know, a little bit <laughs> oh, easier yeah. than they could do with Amazing. Elden Ring. But it's nice to know that people all like all dev. Has like points where there's like points of failure in their in their code where it's like yeah someone yeah. can manipulate it. Uh, there are w- amazing amazing bits where people essentially write code during the the game by by <laughs> yeah. expo- uh, exploiting uh, uh manipulations. I love and them. when they do I that me they too. execute code to create new possibilities within the game. In like, the game, uh, okay. the it's, most it's amazing
1: impressive thing that I've ever seen in any AGDQ is someone playing, I think it was Super Mario Bros. World 3. And, uh, they somehow manipulated the memory to write Flappy Bird into the game. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they did that all within, like, 30 minutes. Yeah.
2: Holy shoot.
1: I couldn't write Flappy Bird in 30 minutes using With regular code set up for me yeah <laughs> right
0: so it's like it's you know it's it's the wonder of like when you see people who do stuff like you know there there's like the the ongoing meme of does it run crisis or can you play Doom on it? Right can to the point where people can you implement Flappy Bird in this? Exactly. <laughs> so it's like you know you'll have people who they'll figure out how to implement games in Microsoft Word or how to implement an existing like you Excel. can play Doom on in Microsoft Excel. Ugh. So like watching someone not only implement Flappy Bird in another game, but watching them do it live. Mm-hmm in a very tight, like, 30-minute time frame, it's just like...
1: Especially so, when their only input device is an, a Super Nintendo controller. Is a controller. Yeah. Like, they don't have a
0: keyboard.
3: They mm-hmm. don't have that is a mouse. The, yeah, like, that is the other thing. Yeah, they're not... They, they try not to break the game in other ways. They try to just break the game using, like... A lot of time, it's original What is hardware. available in the game. Exactly. Yeah. What's available in the game. They're not trying to... Uh, uh, execute anything from an external Malicious source. Malicious or,
0: yeah. you know, they're not writing a bunch of scripts on a USB and then jamming the USB no. and they're not, you know, like it's
3: all, picking it was, the
0: cartridge it was all in there. and out. It, was, in the it game. was stuff that was already there that yeah. was in the base game that was in the hardware that they figured out how to manipulate to get what they want. And, and it's just it's so cool. This is
2: another another instance of like how memeable a single run of a game is from the beginning to end of any speed run of a game. If you're in chat, chances are there's going to be some kind of memed joke that carried from the beginning of the run all the way till the end. And it's always amazing to see, but this seems like that to an extreme.
3: So, so this isn't like not exactly, but like, uh, so I've been uh, doing AGDQ stuff all morning or all day. Yeah, all day. <laughs> I don't know what time it is. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I stayed up until I stayed up until like four yesterday, <laughs> and I, I and I school. had and I had AGDQ stuff at nine. So you know, very smart of me. My Anyways. sir.
2: Please sleep.
3: <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> It's Some just them, cool my, stuff. My, the stuff. Comu- the community is a big part of it. Like, yeah, uh, absolutely. there was there was two uh, there was two games in the past like a uh, couple of hours where they just started going wild with it. Was the community? It was the hosts and the gamers doing the presentation. All they did was do puns. For the entirety of their games, everything right? was a pun, and oh we were just like, Lord. "Oh God, <laughs> oh, it's no. just so much." Because oh, there's eighty thousand, there's 80,000 viewers, and you know, and like all so many channels, the and they're oh yeah, everyone's committed to the bit. It's great.
0: It's great. Like that's that's the that's the fun of it. Is it's like it's this big community out of all these tiny little little sub-communities, right? Like there are the people in the world who like their thing is Metroid, and they like Metroid. And there's people where their thing is Zelda, and then there are people where their thing is this specific Zelda game. It's specifically Majora's Mask, not the other Zelda games. And they all just come together to play these. Beloved little things; these, their share little meow meows of, their, of yeah, video sh- games, share
3: their and they niche. just
0: all are are joined together. You know, at the well, we all like games, and we all like good causes, so let's just do games for a good cause and have fun. Yeah. Except Angelo, apparently,
1: all the gamers have been brushing up their pun skills. Yeah,
0: evidently,
3: Angelo asked earlier, yes. uh like before the. Podcast. If there are any games that are unspeedrunnable, and he said like, like, and and so the answer is yes and also no. So, for example, how would you speed run Counter Strike? Counter Strike, you'd win like fastest to three wins. Like that would be a standard, you know. That would just be going around killing (laughs) like a murder machine. (laughs) But
1: I feel like the closer thing, like maybe some of the Counter Strike surf maps could be speedrun? Maybe yeah. that could work. I would say uh, or like most... Overwatch speedrunning Overwatch wouldn't really work, I don't
3: think.
0: Well, it depends. So I think Jay was about to explain it.
3: Like there um... well there's two ways of looking at it, right? There's there's uh what you would have as like let's say, you know, you play Zelda and don't forget there's always like categories for for games, yeah. right? Most games have several categories those categories usually at least consist of one glitchless type and one uh, any percent type and 100%, right? Yeah. So those alone, those categories alone kind of tell you why most games can be speedrun because even if a game for some reason doesn't have glitches or doesn't have a... Uh, uh, a
0: defined end.
3: A defined end, it can still be optimized to getting to the to the finish point or to set a goal not all speed runs are just beating the final boss even if the game has a final boss lots of categories are like first just to get to a certain stage yeah like pokemon for example some of it is beating the elite four but some of it's catching all pokemon that's a different you know those are completely different categories and they don't have to be respective of each other in terms of how to complete the goal um i will also say that at gdq uh they do showcases. Showcases are not runs. Showcases are just the, sh- the 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 you know the showing off of talent. One of the best ones is usually there's a block of rhythm games. So yeah. uh, you're talking like 2dx. You're talking uh, was it poppin? Poppin' pop, music. Poppin music. Thank you. Uh, DDR of course. Um, all of those kinds of things where you just see. People's like, I thought we were right, all like human. <laughs> I you, thought we you, were all humans with the same DNA, with the same nope. capabilities. Some people turns are out built different. some people built different. Absolutely goaded. You just see them go on and on on combos and the hardest things, and it's just oh, it's like yeah. I even when that's not, I would argue ago. that's not speed runnable. But yeah, you see the absolute dedication and talent. When it comes to beating those games, I learned many years ago
1: that the highest level of DDR players are actually octopuses in a man suit.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. True. Like, I would make the argument that any game is speed runnable so long as you can define a goal to speed run to that other yes. people are also willing to complete. Yeah, in that case,
3: I am actually a rhythm game speed runner. And my goal is to fail as fast as possible, which I achieve every time, and set new records for myself because <laughs> <and doing stuff. laughs> I am so bad at them. <laughs> but oh, it's but just, I mean, I think so that's cool. valid.
0: Like I, I would say that like as long as you are willing to come up with a goal, mm-hmm. that goal is something that can mm-hmm. be achieved in the game, mm-hmm. and uh, other people are also willing to do it. Then it is speed. It is speed runnable. Yeah. Um. So I would say yes, you can speed run counter-strike yes you can speed run overwatch um in theory now when i think of the goals or things you could come up with in overwatch i wonder if anybody else would want to do them
1: and the now answer I is think maybe. about it uh like i said about surf maps and counter-strike i was watching seagull uh last week and they were doing genji parkour he was stuck on one particular part of the map for hours yeah and uh, that would absolutely be something that you could speedrun.
0: Yeah, like completing yep. all the, the possible parkour routes in, in all of the Overwatch maps. Like, you could do that. And if enough people wanted to do that, there's your speedrun category.
1: Yeah. So absolutely. I guess it really comes down to, like you're saying, define a goal. And uh, even if it's not the actual main part of the game. hmm. You an, can do it
0: if enough people want to do it and are willing to do it. Then you can have a competition over it. Like the the big. The only thing is, like, if you come up with goals that no one else wants to do, um, or that. Well,
3: like, there's a lot like, of leaderboards where there's just one person who holds. A yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's 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 a uh, that it's a. Uh, other people have to be interested in it in it. Not necessarily to make it as a competitor. More but yeah. Like other people say. have to be interested in it. Yeah. And it has to be something that is actually achievable. achievable <laughs> yeah. Right. Yo. So like if you're if you're if your speed run, if your Overwatch speed run is like to rank like is to be like rank five thousand SR, yeah. You could do that. You can do it. That that would be a good goal too.
3: Like in a sense. But it's
0: it's not something I think you could do on awesome games. Games done quick because no. it would just take so. That long. would
3: be that's something different, but that's just, but that's you know if that's your but goal and it, that's how you want to set it when a, when a new game comes out and you want to hit plat first or grandmaster or whatever. And some people yeah, do like they do it, that, that is a category. Yeah, that yeah, in that a sense That is a category. That's absolutely a category. Not the same way that most people would do it, and not really considered a speed run in the traditional sense, but. That's the that's the beauty of competition. You get to determine a lot of the parameters. What what are the
0: what are the stakes? What are the parameters? Yeah. And as long as those parameters, like I think that's the other thing, is the parameters have to be repeatable. Yeah. It has to be something else that someone else can also do and have the potential to beat you. So that's why I think, like for example, like a Genshin speed run to the highest AR isn't like really a true speed run. In the sense, like in the traditional sense of the word, it is a speed run, but yeah. not in the traditional sense. Because once you're the first person to hit AR-60, well, no one else can be the first person to hit AR-60. Mm-hmm.
1: So then uh, it's not
0: really interesting.
1: But, so it could really be, but someone could tell technically... Like, okay, from start menu to beat Dvalin. Yeah. That could be a speedrun.
0: That could be a speedrun. Or like from a fresh account to AR-60. That could yeah, be and SP time
3: that. and time it would take months. It would take forever,
0: but it could be done.
3: Back onto a different aspect of, Age of Q, I did mention that there's like prizes and incentives for donation, and a lot of them tend to be like, uh, it's it's a huge range. First of all, um, some of them are like handmade prizes, that, like these these prizes are just donated. So basically, for example, let's say you donate ten dollars, then you're automatically entered into the ten dollar tier of prizes that you could possibly win if you donate fifty dollars Then there's you know like then there's a fifty dollar tier that of prizes that you could win so on and so forth right um, yeah. some of them which means like some of them are just like sort of handmade donations where like someone's made like crocheted pokeballs some uh someone's made uh uh something really cool that i saw was a skateboard like hand-painted skateboard with um split two and three graphics like it looks cool really, really cool there was another one where uh it's a gaming computer straight up gaming computer yeah use like, pc NZXT. play yep. some more games yep and then but my favorite one that i just saw coming through the queue and i missed it earlier if you're a fan of donkey kong they made someone made a homemade candle and they printed out like uh, it was in you know, a candle in a jar, and then they printed like a custom graphic on it, and it's sa- and it just says, "Oh banana." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I just really I remember playing DK
1: sixty four. I was just Yikes. like mm. that sound. The oh banana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Banana was
3: banana scented. Honestly, candle. It was so satisfying. Banana. I loved it. Oh man. Yeah, Every time community. you got a
1: gold banana in DK64, you felt it in your heart. You mm-hmm. And it? you were just like, ooh, banana. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah so so means... it's just like, how many days of, of uh, GDQ is there left?
3: From record, from right from now, when we or release from release? release
2: this episode? At Four least or three. five days. Okay. So you have at least the rest of this week to leave the week, weekend to go and enjoy. To some go and enjoy some yeah. really cool games. I mean, it's and, yeah. kind of a special period, for charity
3: honestly, it's so it's just really fun. Mm-hmm. You don't have to mm-hmm. donate. You don't have to do anything. You can just watch and learn. Just and, watch. and it's enjoy. Such a time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a really cool event. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a really cool event if you like video games, and it doesn't matter what kind of video games you like. If you if you like all game, it's a cool event.
2: Mm-hmm. So next week, I hope Jay has like some. Top highlights that he can tell us about.
0: Yeah, the play-by-plays of the, the, the best event. AG. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's the yes. whole
3: event, but here are it's some favorites. Event. I swear. Uh, yeah, no. We need
1: you to tell so us stuff. if they save the frames and kill
3: the animals or not.
2: Do they save the princess? Do they?
3: No, it's it. It, it loses time to save princesses. Okay.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Saving the princess is the less optimal route. Right? Wow. We Mm -hmm. gotta go fast. No, you gotta save frames, not princesses. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Save frames, not princesses. New T-shirt idea. Go.
1: That's that's literally a thing, though. In Super Metroid, there is always a dono goal for whether do you save the animals or do you save the frames. Oh my god! The answer is, and so if you
3: save the animals, the, the the speed run is slower. Well, mm. basically the the, the, like the speedrunner like will almost like like it, it will not get a PB. When and I will tell you, you know, every I think every event usually gets at least one world record or at least a couple of personal bests broken. And when that happens, people just go nuts, which is great. Mm. Everyone's just so hyped for their like achievement on the big stage. Cause yep. there's a lot of pressure. So I'm sure a lot of speedrunners will be like oh you know like i don't need to get my personal best or anything here but like in their heart we all want it you know we all want to see you yeah, succeed yeah. so
2: so i guess we'll talk about some highlights next week then
3: i suppose yeah indeed so much work for me to keep track of all of this indeed but i'll do it for make you make sure you
0: do your homework no. before next podcast <laughs> <laughs>
3: take
1: notes
0: no this notes. will be on the test Please. I have other things gaming
2: related to to talk about <sighs> next week.
1: Yeah,
0: we get to learn more, more games.
2: So until then, we'll see you next time
1: <gasps> on the Oda Fest podcast. Cliffhangers. Oh <gasps> Spend around this podcast.
3: Goodbye. Goodbye.